come on in, guys, because we are live here at Adam and Emily's house. <laughs> the address is <laughs> for Outwatch, a Survivor rewatch podcast, and it's not any ordinary episode. This is our live finale episode for Survivor Kagayan. We are here in person, meeting for the very first time. We've never seen each other in no. person before. Never meet heroes. Like. <laughs> um, and we've got a special episode for you today because we are watching the finale of Survivor Kageyan and reacting to it live uh, periodically. So, <laughs> periodically. Slight, slightly delayed live. <laughs> in real time. Yes, in real time, almost. Um, so yeah, we, this is a podcast where we watch old seasons of Survivor and react to them live on pod, and you've caught us in the season finale of Survivor season 28, Kageyan. We've got a rip-roaring episode in store for y'all. My name is Alex. I am your guide through this experience, and I'm joined by three of my friends. Um, you know what? I forgot the the prize. Oh, you didn't bring the I prize. I forgot the prize. Oh, no, uh, it's at home. I got a llama for the uh, winner. <laughs> I'm not wearing a real llama or a stuffed yeah. llama. It's a real live llama. Probably makes sense. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get to know the other members of our Outwatch crew. Um, and I'll introduce them and give you their standing in our Fantasy Outwatch um, pool because we will come to a conclusion today. Uh, first up in third place, uh, leading Dara's second win tribe is Emily. Welcome to Outwatch, Emily. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Just really riding that second wind. Uh, you've got... <laughs> <laughs> you've riding got... to victory! <laughs> You've got Cass still in the game here, a number of points down, but what do you um, estimate Cass's chances are going into the finale here? Um, I think that Adam is motioning to me, and I'm unsure why. Percentage? I'm saying zero percent. Zero percent chance of winning this game. Yeah. yeah um, I missed the joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really starting to analyze instead of thinking of that. That was your scene. first mistake. Um, I think that Cass has been an interesting player, but mm -hmm. I don't think she honestly is worthy of winning Survivor mm. at this point. I think she's made some rash decisions. Rash casts. <laughs> That's what they call her. That's what they call her. That's her name. That's how I feel about my rash team. Rash cast. I so. found a thorn or something in my sock, and it's causing only a lot of pain. Did you walk outside with your socks on? I did. I think that would be the uh, <laughs> that, would, that would be the reason why. You know what? It checks out. <laughs> um, great, Scott. Welcome to Outwatch, the leader of RN Jesus Squad. Welcome to Outwatch. Hey, how's it going? Thanks great. for having me. Happy Absolutely. Um, you are in second place with thirty-eight points, and the lone surviving member of your squad is Tone. Big Tone. Woo woo woo! Talk Lamba to this. <laughs> You know, we've talked ad nauseum throughout the season about Tony Vlacos and what his chances are as a very volatile player, one who often rubs people the wrong way, but is without a doubt like the most, the player with the most agency throughout the season. So now is his shining moment. We'll see if he can secure the bag. Yes, sir. Um, and Adam, welcome to Outwatch. Yeah, it feels so good to be here. 
Adam um, is has a commanding lead of 62 and a half points. That is um, nearly 30 <laughs> points ahead of his competitors. 20, 24 so and a half? Telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I'm 24 and a half points of that. So. Uh, Adam, you've still got Spencer and Wu left in the game. What yeah. do you think about the chances of either of them uh, taking home the bacon tonight? Yeah, I feel good about both of them making it to the final. I don't feel great about either of them winning. Hmm. Uh, I, I, I think uh, 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 Spencer might have the better shot of the two. Um, but, you know, Wu's got that social game, so we'll see. Everybody loves Wu. Everyone loves Wu. Boom, Sonic the Hedgehog style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, like I said, we are doing things a little bit differently today. Instead of recapping the entire episode and talking about it, we will be watching it and then stopping the broadcast from time to time and hopping back in here to tell you about what happened and what we think. So uh, let's go ahead and make a cut right there and start the episode. Okay, in the words of Scott, lots of fireworks here. (laughs) (laughs) Kaboom. (laughs) Kaboom. (laughs) To start out this episode. So let's do a quick recap of what we saw so far. Um, We come back from Tribal Council and Tony is again making everybody know that his idol works for the next immunity. That is a lie. It's a big bluff. Um, And to everyone's surprise, then the next morning, the Final Four's loved ones appear. Get off the boat. We've got Cass's sweaty husband, Wu's husband, (laughs) Tony's homie, who is there only because his wife is a responsible mom and didn't leave her baby at home. And Spencer's sister, who may be his twin sister. Um, And, you know, they chat. It's a very touching moment. Lots of human emotion from people. Love to see that. And then we get to the immunity challenge where Cass um, starts with a huge deficit. They're standing on these big poles in the ocean, have to scoop up water, dump it in a big chute, and then retrieve a key run it up to the beach, use it to unlock some puzzle pieces, solve a puzzle, and Cass comes from the uh, slimmest of odds to win this challenge from way, way behind and pulls it off. Uh, A stunning upset. Mm -hmm. And Cass is now in a power position heading into Tribal. Um, Yeah, Scott, what was going through your head as Cass was coming from behind here? Well, the big thing was, I was thinking, surely she's not going to come back and win here. But then she just kept <laughs> stacking puzzle pieces, yeah. and I'm like, holy crap, Cassie's going to come back here. Uh-huh. So, wow, I was not expecting that. I completely forgot this challenge from when I watched it originally. Uh-huh. So I was watching just as long with everybody else here. I yeah. knew it was going to happen. Wow, color me surprised. <laughs> <laughs> she completed the cut. Com- it really was a huge comeback. Like, it was one of those situations. You see this in Survivor from time to time where someone's just so out of it and you get the, like, belittling Jeff comments towards someone where yeah. it's like, Cass sucks! <laughs> she sucks! <laughs> All her brains <laughs> melted away! Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you start to count that person out, but she... Comes from nowhere. Um, also, just like really poor puzzle performances yeah. from the other well, three. Well, there's, there's kind of a, you get the feeling of like, you're just happy she made it off the pole mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. Right, you know? right. and, and then like she gets to the puzzle and you're like, you know, she's good at puzzles actually. And then she just like kept going and you're just like, how? Like how yeah. is no one finishing this puzzle? Yeah, she so. blasted through it. Yeah. 
It was kind of a hard puzzle, like it was like a 3D kind of uh -huh. deal, and yeah, it seemed to be confusing. Yeah. But yeah, we already knew that like Tony is terrible at puzzles. Yeah. Tony is hapless at puzzles. Right. <laughs> Spencer has done pretty good, so I was gonna be surprised a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think so. If I if we were seeing it correctly, at least like there was a border on the puzzle that didn't really seem to change. Mm -hmm. And then there were like half pieces. So some yeah. of them were like, they were supposed to go in the backside and some were yeah. in the front to make yeah. it all fit together, right? Yeah. So I can see how like, it'd be really easy to like get something in a spot and that be your problem, but not realize mm -hmm. that that's your problem, you know? So, I don't know, Spencer definitely should have, he should have come away with that, but like Cass like definitely proves he deserved it. So. For sure. It's kind of like if Tetris was a cube. I was just thinking yeah. like, you needed yeah. to be really good at Tetris. Yeah. 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 Four-dimensional Tetris. I guess that's three dimensions, actually. Mm. By yeah, Tetris is only two dimensions. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Nerd um, alert. <laughs> Nerd alert. Four-dimensional Tetris would be if you can smell the pieces. <laughs> right. well, we can talk about how VR is really just changing yeah. Tetris well, games. Well, you know, because I was actually going to say, it was really great for me to watch this because I was like, oh, man, Cass, like, you're my last player, and I don't yeah. really have a lot of hope in you, which I admitted in our introduction. And then she even got... So this was one of the things where they had to pull the bucket up by the rope, mm -hmm. and her rope got caught. Yeah. And, and it was just like, okay, you aren't even going to get off of this platform. And she just untangled it and then got off the platform and just put the puzzle together in apparently two seconds. Mm. So that was <laughs> sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. yeah. She definitely looked, like, completely dead to rights. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about this loved one's visit. As far as I know, this is the only time that I can remember Survivor doing, like, a loved one's visit this late in the game at, at the finale episode at Final Four. I actually kind of really like this format because you don't have like the forced. Okay, we're gonna spend literally twenty minutes now for to introduce all seven of your loved ones, mm -hmm. yeah. get some like sweet character moment with all of you, yeah. and then do a, a immunity or reward challenge, and then they're all gonna go away. It's like we actually got to spend some time with them, and there were fewer of them, so it meant it made more sense, and it felt like. I don't know, more earned from them, too. Let's talk about the loved one's visit. Uh, highlight moments from that whole sequence. Anybody got any? Well, I, I said this when we were seeing it. Like, it was probably the most real we've seen Tony. Yeah. Time, like, Tony was really... He, he was upset that his wife wasn't there, but, like, understood that he, he had a new daughter. Mm -hmm. So, like, it made sense why she couldn't get away, especially since he was already there. So... You know, he was like understanding, but he was just, he was, you just saw this like real moment from Tony mm -hmm. and he spent so much of the game just playing like a crazy person. Right. You kind of forget that, that like, that he's a father, he's a father, <laughs> he's a real person with emotions right. and like, you know, it's, so that was really good to see. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, had to get up and turn around in the middle of his interview because yeah. he was crying, was crying right? real tears yeah. from big tone, big tone, big tone. Yeah, we got like Wu at his most charismatic too during that whole scene. Yeah. He was just like, man, I see the end inside. I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way that only Wu can talk about. <laughs> so, okay, let's set the stage up then for this final or this tribal council that we're getting into. Um, Cass is immune. And so um, Spencer, um, Tony, and Wu are all. Um, able to be voted for. Tony is trying to convince everybody else that he cannot be voted for because he can play his idol. But it, it does diddly. It is a powerless idol. Um, so, yeah, what, what do we think is going to be 
the way that this pans out now? Do we think this is Tony's time to finally take the fall? Is Spencer going to be the vote? Is it going to be Wu? How do we see things going at this tribal? I'm just interested to see how they will deal with Tony. Mm -hmm. Because I, as far as I can tell, everyone thinks that his idol is valid, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't think anyone's I, calling him on his bluff at this point. I think I think Spencer, Cass, one of the two, were kind of like, if they're skeptical. True, yeah, they, they seem yeah. skeptical, at least. This is just, like, the problem... The problem with this, like, is even if you don't buy it, even if you're, I mean, as sure as sure can be, there's always a what if, mm -hmm. yeah. and then you're just throwing away a vote if it's true. Mm -hmm. So the problem with this is, the, 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 I mean, the, this, the beauty of this play is that it's just like, do you, do you really, are you that confident mm -hmm. that you're going to, like, call this bluff? Yeah. Or, like, because in this case, it's... It's Spencer and Wu who basically have to agree that we're going to call his bluff. Mm -hmm. You have to get both of them on board yes, to true. call yeah. his yeah. bluff. And they're the most vulnerable people. Yep. So your question at that point is, okay, am I confident enough that I'm going to call his bluff? Right. Or is you there enough doubt yeah. that I just vote out the other guy? Yep. Like, it's just, this is such a good play by Tony. Mm-hmm. And it's so obviously problematic, but like, yeah, I think it's gonna work. Well, and yeah. that's another reason that I'm excited that Cass won is because if Tony won, you know, this wouldn't even be part of the game. Right. Right. So this makes a much more compelling final for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cass is really the only player because she has immunity that can feel like really comfortable, right, voting towards Tony because there's no chance yeah. of bouncing yeah, back yeah. on her, right? If you're Spencer if you're, or if you're Wu, yeah, like you said, there's the small chance maybe that this idol's real. Yeah. And now you send three votes for Tony, he blocks them all, and whoever Tony wants to vote right. out. And he votes out their host. So. Yeah. But on, on the flip side of that, you just think that, like, I'm as vulnerable as this other person, so I'm going to try to get the right. biggest threat out right. anyway. Yeah, like, you're, if you're Spencer, like, you're sitting there, like, you don't really have an alliance right now, you don't have anybody you really trust, you might as well go down swinging if you're going right. to the point. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. All right, well, let's go ahead and get to it then. Let's start the episode back up. Alrighty, we just got through the first Tribal Council of the finale episode, and it was a big one. Adios, Spencer. Mm. Your friend and mine uh, voted out by a vote of three to one. Despite his bef best efforts, it really felt like he maybe had a chance there. Uh, yeah. We'll get through. Uh, here's a quick recap of what we just watched. After um, the immunity challenge, they get back to camp. Um, Spencer sits Tony down and says, hey, Jeff did not mention that whoever wins this challenge guarantees themselves a chance at final tribal council, but rather just the final three, which leads Spencer to believe, hey, we're at a final two, not mm -hmm. a final three, um, and makes the case to Tony that the only way Tony's going to get to final two is by winning the next challenge or by taking Spencer because there's no way that either Wu or Cass takes Tony along. We get to the Tribal Council, and Cass basically confirms that theory um, from Spencer, saying that she would rather sit next to Wu than Tony. Um, and for a minute, it looks like Tony might vote with Spencer and at least force a tie, but um, it turns out that after all is said and done, all three of the people, except for Spencer, do vote for Spencer, making him the next member of the jury and the most recent player 
vote it out. And then Jeff does confirm, hey, this is a final two here, not a final three. All the players, I think up until this moment, were operating under the assumption that it was a final three. Yeah. And that really does change the landscape here as far as plotting your path to the end. Um, Adam, Spencer was a member of your team. Very Maybe the MVP member. of your team. Oh, for sure. Um, how about a quick in memoriam for Spencer and his game? Spencer might have been the best survivor this season mm -hmm. who just couldn't catch a break. Like, I, I think any other season we would have seen Spencer just run in this game mm -hmm. and not meeting much resistance, but he hit a brick wall at his Tony and... Mm -hmm. Not a lot we can do about that. We've seen Tony take down a lot of players this game, and he did it again. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He, Spencer, very strategically savvy, a likable guy, and I think maybe his most underrated thing that I'm noticing in this rewatch is how well he's able to articulate strategy mm -hmm. to other people. I think when he was talking to Tony, it's a great example where he was like, okay, here's what's going on. This is why this move is best for you. Um, in a way that it looked like Tony was receptive to. So it'll be interesting coming back from Tribal what yeah. Tony's reasoning is as to why he still voted him out instead of yeah. one of the other options. I'm, I'm willing to bet that he still thinks Spencer is the biggest threat to mm -hmm. him winning the whole game. Mm -hmm. And Spencer is the biggest threat in challenges. Mm -hmm. So it's better to get rid of him now and just try to win immunity next time around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, immediate take was... I guess ultimately Tony's decision to vote for Spencer over like Wu, good or bad? Let's go around the table. What do you think? I think it was a. Depends on the jury. Okay. Yeah. Stat yeah. or top Tash. I said Cass and Tosh together as Tash. Tash. Cass brought that up at Tribal. That it. Yeah, you're right. It does depend on if. if yeah. If they're if they're bitter. Uh huh. Um. Not so good. Yeah. But if they're just going to weigh your gameplay against, like, let's say, Tony versus, like, well, really, in my opinion, either of them, mm -hmm. Wu, especially, like, Wu, mm -hmm. um, I think Tony wins. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of jury it is. Emily, what do you think? Good move or bad? Um, I will tell you, I spent most of this time really confused because the, <laughs> last, the last season that we watched, yeah. there were just two in the final. Yeah. So this whole, like, three versus two thing, I was like, I, what? <laughs> and then I finally got I was like, okay, so yes. I'm still formulating my thoughts. Yes. But, and I don't know if if Tony knew this, but we as viewers knew that Cass and Wu were definitely voting for Spencer. Right. So if Spencer got Tony on his side, it would have been a tie. Yeah. And I don't know if he took that into consideration. I think Adam's point about... Tony worrying that um, Spencer was a bigger a bigger threat mm -hmm. is probably the reason he did that. I, yeah, those are both great points. Right? The, yeah, yeah. I think you are right that even though Spencer downplayed it, I think Spencer has a great chance to win if he makes it to the final. Yeah, yeah. and just him having that conversation shows how good of a survivor mm -hmm. he is. I don't think he has a lot of enemy, enemies. Mm -hmm. I think he would have been a really good contender to win. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. regarding the tie too, like what would happen is those two people that tied would compete in a fire making competition and then the loser would be voted out right mm -hmm. so if it's a, a two-way tie between in this case it would be spencer and Wu. if you're tony the best you can do if you know also that cass and Wu are voting for spencer the best you can do is force spencer to do fire against Wu. yeah okay and i don't know we 
it, this isn't like a super relevant thing at this point in the game, but like we don't really know if Tony or if Wu or or, or Spencer are great fire makers. Right. You know, maybe right. like it is known that Wu is just a whiz at making fire. Does it every morning? Nobody's gonna beat him in a fire making contest. So what's the point? You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I I think it's the right move for Tony. Mm-hmm. I think I think at this point in the game. Either the jury is bitter or they're not. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't like be sitting there like, well, if the bitter jury, I have a better chance against this person versus this person. Like if you're if you're Tony in yeah. this situation, like regardless, your your chances are pretty much the same. Like if it's bitter, you're not gonna win. If they're not bitter, you're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And if they're even just like a little bit bitter, Spencer's got him because he was a better player. He's more he was he yeah. was or he was a very strategic player. And so it's sort of like you can be. Like, well, I'm a little bit bitter, and Spencer was a really good choice, so, like, I'm going to pick him. And I think at this kind of point, Tony's whole thing is, I would rather have agency over who is leaving the game Mm -hmm. than sit back and just let, you know, Destiny do whatever. So even if he's like, you know what, it is better if Spencer stays in the game with me right now, Mm -hmm. I get to vote Spencer out. And then I can sit there and be like, I had a hand in voting out every single person on this jury. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a better position to be in for Tony, given the game that he's played. Yeah. And I think from just a pure black and white perspective, too, it's like who left in the game is going to be the biggest threat to win other than Tony. And like right. Spencer. Yeah. Like, hands down, right? So yeah. I think that, yeah, that's probably the move to make. Yeah. Um, okay, before we get into the next bit of this episode, um, let's do a quick scores update after this round of final of Tribal Council. Um, we've got a jump in the, uh, the standings. Scott, unfortunately, slid down to third place uh. with 40 points, receiving two points from Tony this episode, because it was a huge episode for Cass. Dara's second win is now half point ahead of yeah. Arm Jesus. Sorry, Scott. That's, and, um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Earlobe tribe, though they lost Spencer, is still with a commanding lead of 65 and a half points. You're up by 25 points going in here to the last half of the episode. How many jurors do we have? Do we know? That's a great question. So it's a final two. Um, and that means, oh, mathematics. Sarah was the first juror, and that was six, eight. So nine? I think think eight or nine, yeah. It's probably, it's probably not an even number. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's nine. Okay. TBD. Oh. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) We'll, We'll see. Still a commanding lead, um, and man, I'm reminded just in this first bit of this episode how great the finale of this episode of this season is good. to cap off just a really magnificent season in general between Cass's big come from behind victory, between this like revelation that it's oh it's a final two, um, Spencer going out with a bang, great episode. So let's. Have- you said, like, you have Wu, who's so charismatic and yeah. it's fun to watch, and you have Cass and Spencer, who have been fighting tooth and nail to mm-hmm. in this game, and then Tony doesn't have five people who are just with him no matter what. Like, yeah. it's a really good final. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only getting better, so let's keep on going. Wowzers, Bowsers, what a challenge! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, we just 
the final immunity challenge of this season, giant maze, turnstile maze, um, and it was down to the wire, one of the closest challenges ever. Wu just ekes out Cass, um, secures the bag, and is guaranteed a shot to plead his case to the jury in Final Two at Final Tribal. Um, and we are anxiously awaiting what happens at Tribal Council. Um, before this challenge, Wu and Cass have a conversation where they both seem rock solid that they're going to take each other to the final two, which means it looks like this could be the end of our pal Tony's run here. Um, first of all, it's uh, reactions to this, ch this challenge. This is one of my all-time favorite challenges, I think, both in design and in the way it played out. Um, any takes on this challenge? This was just a good challenge. Mm -hmm. Like, the puzzle wasn't... Like, the puzzle was difficult, but it wasn't like... It was a unique puzzle. Yeah, like that block yeah. puzzle was like, yeah, it was hard and it was like really weird. This was just like, figure out how these gears go together. Mm -hmm. And like, it was, but like in a really fun way. Yeah. And that maze is crazy. <laughs> the maze was huge. Yeah. They kept doing like the aerial view of it. And yeah. I just kept thinking about how many hours it must have taken to put Jeez. that together. But it is the final challenge, so. Gotta go big. Yep. The gear puzzle reminded me of like a, like a Zumbinis mini game. <laughs> Did you ever play Zumbinis when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like a, I, I think based on the reaction, no one else has. Yeah, I was like, if anyone, no. it's probably... It's like an educational computer game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. But, it, you know, it'd be like, fit these gears together to turn yeah. on the... It's like seven game. gears, and you just got to put them on the yeah. screen. And so that's literally what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the exact same thing, but, like, yeah. done in uh, early 2000s computer technology. Yeah. So. yeah. Or, like, a, like a Fallout unlock mechanic. You know, unlock this this safe by putting these gears in the right place. Mm. Um, yeah, great challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna Let, say I just played Nancy Drew games, <laughs> so I kind of was like a little bit cool. Well, and like I I know like old old Survivor. From what I remember, most of the final challenges like this were just like stand on a thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. last as long as you can. And so this was like a really fun. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it wasn't that, it, there was actual, like, skill involved. It wasn't yeah. just, like, are you the least hungry after 39 right. days? <laughs> right. like, yeah. And it was very close. It came down to the wire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really, yeah. It I was, feel like this one was less about strength than... Yeah. Because even when you had to run through the maze, it was a lot... I mean, I'm assuming it was more about strategy and mm -hmm. puzzles. Yeah, you, how fast can you really go when you've got to stop every, like, second and a half right. to turn a corner or something? Yeah, it was... Like, as close as it gets. Both of them are, like, cranking the wheels at the end. Yeah. And Woos just happened to drop first, so... Super close. Um, we have to talk about... This was something we missed at the last yeah. break. Um, Wu was contemplating what happens when there's a tie at Final Four, and, and he's a confessional where he's like, Ugh, what even happens when there's a tie? <laughs> Do you draw rocks? <laughs> the jury? Like, what, is he, what did he mean by that? Like, yeah, the jury votes for who goes? <laughs> you had a great point about when he said fight for it, which I think is, I believe, and take as canon now. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, working through it, and you can just tell, like, the producers or whoever behind the camera is, like, we're, like, mouthing to him, like, you make fire, you make uh -huh. fire, but he doesn't realize that he's, like, we fight each other for it? <laughs> yeah. 
The implication being that, yeah, the producer is mouthing fire, but he sees fight. Yeah. And he's like, we fight? <laughs> I totally believe and that is reality. Yeah. Yeah. He was so confused. Yeah. I believe yeah. that yeah. was what was happening. But I think Wu was kind of excited at that prospect. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I he's got like, this. Oh, I can take sprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, give, give me Wu in a hand-to-hand combat fight against any survivor. <laughs> Maybe ever. I don't know. Cliff was pretty big. Yeah. Cliff was big. <laughs> I think Joe and other seasons mm, beat him. Joey amazing. Yeah. Joey's a gentle giant. That's he's true. very docile, very loving. True. And he's got good hair. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> anything else to talk about before we hit this um, final three tribal council? What do we think is going to happen? Do we think that Wu, because Wu has complete agency over this vote, right? Mm. He is the only person who will cast a vote. Whoever he decides to vote out goes home. Is he going to stick to his brain and um, what he and Cass talked about? Or will Tony be able to work one final piece of magic and somehow improbably convince him to keep him around for a final tribal? Well, as Wu said, he would be the stupidest survivor ever to take Tony to the finals. He did say that. I cannot imagine, even just like playing... With Tony and Cass, knowing how much strategery Tony has strategery. used. Strategery. Yeah. Strategery. I mean, Cass has too, but, you know. It I, seems, yeah. It's just so dependent on the jury. Mm-hmm. Like, if the jury is upset at Tony, like, you should take yeah, Tony, right? Like, right, that's, right. this is just the problem Gamble. with Survivor is you got to figure out. Oh, it's the, I say this many times. It's the <laughs> most beautiful thing about Survivor is that the win. There's no, like, set, like, win case, like, win condition. It is whoever the other people that played the game think wins Mm -hmm. is who wins. It's, like, so unique and so great, I think. Best game ever. Can we build a board game like this? Where... Hmm. There's, there's like, an end game where the game is over, but who actually wins is determined by, like, a vote of the people. The thing with that, though, is it would just, with a board game, it would just be complete random like madness well because here there's like real stakes in that it's a million dollars but if we were playing a game and we got to the end like who wins i would just pick who like would be funny well i know (laughs) know, i know that like what is it uh munchkin the like Uh start dynamic of that game is roll a die to determine who goes first and then argue about what that means. Yeah. And like, and so it's, it doesn't say, like, whoever has the highest number goes first, whoever has the lowest number goes first. So it's like, everyone rolls the die, and then you sit there, it's like, well, who gets to go first now? Like, mm-hmm. the die means nothing. It's just your sort of point of reference. So I, I feel like it'd wind up something like that. It would just be silly. Uh, so it would be like Cards Against Humanity. You could play something really clever. and Yeah, and everyone's like, why are... Th- that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Recognize my funniness. Right. I feel this way um, when I play Jackbox with people too. When mm. I objectively am the funniest. Objectively. One <laughs> okay. But other people aren't smart enough to recognize. Other, other how people funny don't realize that you're objectively the funniest. Yes. Right. And so I lose. But so it's you are not subjectively I'm not the funniest. <laughs> correct. Correct. I also hate when people don't recognize my humor. Yeah. <laughs> Scott is side-eyeing his wife. <laughs> Whitney, who is here with us on the pod. Say hi, Whitney. Hello. Special <laughs> guest. <laughs> Whitney. Hi, Jen. Jen's here, too. Hi. <laughs> what an extravagant occasion. Okay. Um, extravagant <laughs> Anything else before we watch this tribal council? No. Let's get it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Hot wow. Oh my gosh. Hot wow. Hot what? Wow. What? Emily, what just happened? Well, woo became the stupidest Survivor player. <laughs> the stupidest. <laughs> because he voted out Cass instead of Tony. What a fool! <laughs> Boom, Sonic the Hedgehog style. Yeah. <laughs> Woo considered it, and um, yeah, what we just watched was the final three tribal council in which Woo inexplainably votes out Cass taking Tony to the final two with him. It was the appeal to his loyalty and to his honor um, that really sunk in and made him realize, hey, I've been with Tony since day one. Can't backstab my number one hombre um, because if my whole plea is loyalty and then I just throw that all out the window at final three, what do I have to stand on? And so the final two for Survivor Kagayan are Tony and Wu. Adam, did you see that coming at all? Not at all. I I did not see it coming at all. Like that was the most unexpected thing. Like I yeah, I got nothing. That was crazy. <laughs> I um because of course I haven't like watched the season since it aired originally, but love the way that they like editing wise set this up to be like just so like so satisfying, but like. In a way that, you know, it's like, wow, I can't believe he did that. You know, you get the confessional at the beginning of the episode where he's like, man, for me to take Tony to the end would make me the stupidest survivor ever. Right. Just like beautiful foreshadowing. Yep. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Well, and then he even, so Wu gets immunity. Mm-hmm. He talks to Tony and he talks to Cass and Tony's appealing to him. And then they do a confessional with Tony and Tony's like, yeah, you know, I tried. Like, yeah. I, if I were him, I would take Cass. Mm-hmm. And he freaking took Tony. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. You've got to... So, according to Wu and to Cass and to Tony, like, on paper, Tony has a much better shot of beating Wu at the end. Do we think that there's any part of this decision that was done from a place of Wu thinking, like, maybe I have a better chance at beating Tony than Cass? Or is this a strictly, like loyalty-based, honor-based decision. I honestly think it's honor. Yeah. I really do. I think that just from what we've seen from Wu, as I said during um, one of the breaks from the podcast, Wu is too pure for Mm -hmm. us in this game. (laughs) I don't think that he's like... He's just not one who's going to lie and cheat his way to the end. He's very, very loyal to the people around him. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only explanation for this because, you know, Cass has... Pissed off a lot of people, and so yeah. is Tony. Yeah. But I just still don't see how Cass... Because she's just been more reckless in a way that hasn't really looked as strategic. Yeah. Even though Tony, I don't think, has been super strategic. I think he's also been reckless. Mm-hmm. I still feel like he looks like he's been um, guiding this game more than Cass. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just... And I'm sure that Wu sees that because he's been there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's more baseline, I think, likable than Cass. I think Cass has gotten in spats with people just on, like, personal levels. Right, you know, right. Where Tony hasn't really, it's all kind of been, like, game-based. Except for the llama thing, but yeah. Except for the llama <laughs> I guess, I just wonder if he has genuinely looked at it as, if the jury's going to ask who played the better game of Survivor, mm-hmm. I think Cass and Tony both have. Mm-hmm. So if the question is who's played the better game, Wu loses, 
But in terms of like who is the jury most angry at? Yeah. Tony kind of wins that one. So like I think he might genuinely have a better shot against Tony. <laughs> like Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think that he made that decision strategically, like this is the best play for me and this is why. I think he did it out of loyalty, but I think when it comes down to it, like it may not be the worst decision he could make. Mm-hmm. Trying to to really sugarcoat it. I just want to win so badly. He's such a cool guy. He's awesome. I love him. I just wanted to like, they're going to ask him questions from the jury and he's going to stand up and do karate for people. (laughs) (laughs) Do backflips. Yeah. (laughs) So Wu, tell me about how you drove the agency of this game. <laughs> Six back down. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> something to consider. Great back <laughs> real clean. Something to consider. So Cass is the casualty at this juncture. Um, Emily, you lose your last surviving member um, of Dara's second win. We did our best. Anything? We did our best. Any words you want to say for Cass and her game? Pardon, Cass and her game. As she goes down here at final three. Just R.I.P. Dara, you know? Mm. She tried so hard. She tried hard in the first season. We watched her try hard in the seventh season. I think Cass... Here's what's interesting. Um, In one of the scenes when Cass was talking to her husband, Mm -hmm. she was kind of laying out the argument that she would give to the jury. And I thought it was pretty compelling. And I would have been really interested to see how the jury would have taken that. Especially like depending on who she was against in that final two. Mm-hmm. But her whole thing was, um, and she said it way better than I'm going to because she's an attorney, but she was like, you know, I came out here and I played like a man. If I were a man, I would have seen it. I would have been seen as strategic yep. because I'm a woman. I was seen as a bitch. Yep. Would you all rather have me be a mom or would you rather have me be like a powerful survivor player mm-hmm. um, appealing to the women of the group? Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting. I yeah. feel like that would have been a really compelling argument against mm-hmm. Tony, who's also done some reckless slash strategic mm-hmm. moves in the game. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only problem with that argument is we have to the the jury has to see her as actually being strategic. Yeah, and which I, I I I think it's really easy to see her as like a couple of her moves were definitely strategic, but I think it's also really easy to see how a couple of her moves really weren't. Or, I mean, they were strategic in that she was trying to do some strategy, but, like, they didn't pan out. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm thinking about that in the context of, like, if she were against Tony. Yeah. Who I feel was also reckless, but at the same time, he... I don't know how the other people in the game saw that. Because for the viewers, it was like, wow, you're an idiot. But for the people in the game, I think they honestly just believed him. Yeah, I think what I mean is the issue with that going up against Tony is Tony's recklessness was effective. And Cass's recklessness was less effective. And so I, I it would have been really interesting to see how the jury mm-hmm. took that just because of those things. Like, I don't... Like, I think Cass was an extremely strategic player. Yeah. Like, she was really smart throughout this entire game. And it really is, like... Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, like, our final four, like, any of those people, like, mm-hmm. you put any of them in front of the jury and they have a valid argument for being there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know... And definitely, like, Beauty was the worst tribe the whole time, so, like, they, none of them deserved to be there, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, going, it was a great idea there, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I think one thing that Tony really has going for him, too, as far as his image, is I think in Survivor, once you 
get and play idols, there's some just like association there with like you are a conniving strategic player, right? Yeah. And so Tony's ability to find idols, even if he has not really played them well, mm -hmm. you just like see, oh, he's getting idols. He's a strategic player. And now you start to categorize the other things that he does in the category because, of yeah, strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. leverage. Yeah, because there's an effectiveness to what he's done. Yeah. So or yeah, just it's, it's not it's, it's not so much that like what he's doing is strategic it's that what he's doing is effective and therefore strategic mm -hmm. also yeah. we forget that when he played his idol it did absolutely nothing right, right. None, right. Of, none of his idols but he played it that's all yeah, that's what I'm saying it, even if it it's not even a matter no I'm just getting too deep in this no, no, no. but it's not even a matter of him being effective it's, it's the fact that he had the leverage he could yeah. say right, right, right. he yeah, has yeah, a position yeah, of saying yeah. well I have an idol and then stepping back and thinking about it whereas mm -hmm. everyone else is just like well crap yeah. you know right. like, we have to play right now yeah that's yeah, for sure, yeah, for sure. The whole time because he got like fifteen thousand. Yeah. Miles. So it, yeah, it completely changes the position that he's playing from for mm -hmm. sure, and then and therefore the position I can see him from. So yeah, yeah. that's it. Would have been really interesting to see how the jury saw that mm -hmm. argument for sure. And to validate what Cass said too, this is a thing I think in Survivor discourse, um, which is a thing, believe it or not. That is we like, have a podcast on yeah, it. We, we believe it. it. We do. <laughs> um, that is like brought up quite a bit. Is like whether you call it like sexism or just like the way that different people are viewed inherently. That there is something different about in the history of Survivor the way that strategic women players are viewed versus like strategic male players. Where there's some yeah there's something a lot more dangerous, um, threatening about and, and inherently unlikable about I think in a recent season um, in David vs. Goliath a player named Angelina played a game that was very cutthroat very strategic um, do I want to spoil this Spoiler alert. We're not, we're not doing it for a very long time, and we will yeah. forget by then, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but it's a great season. We might, yeah. Oh, anyway. It makes it to the end and doesn't get any votes because she's viewed as just, like, inherently unlikable. Mm. Um, whereas she played, like, a Tony-esque game, you know? Yeah. Um, but because she was, you know, pretty brash, um, you know, she didn't get any votes. But And she, even in, like, Survivor podcasts that she's appeared in since then, has said things like, I think I would have won if I was a man, you know? Yeah. Um, and I th yeah. think that's hard to argue with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If anyone has ever written or or read a thesis or dissertation about this topic, I'd be interested. Gender and Survivor. Please, please DM us. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should write it. I mean, I'm sure there are papers that are about, like, the way that women, like, present aggressiveness as compared to men. Sure. Well, yeah, I'm talking about in Survivor. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's some sort of game theory about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Cass is, I was um, thinking about this this week, I think, I forget who it was, someone tweeted something about it, but like, one of, I think, the purest survivor underdogs to really like make it this far and have such a compelling character, you know, there's a handful of people that um, you would consider underdogs based on like their physique or their personality or the way they look or whatever. Usually there's like one or two per survivor season, but you look at them and you're like, oh, they're gonna be one of the first ones out. And most of the time they are. Um, Cast makes it all the way to final three. Is super fun to watch. Yeah. One of my like favorite characters um, from recent Survivor. Um, and yeah, she does it as like a middle-aged attorney um, without much like physical acumen. Yeah. 
Survivor is better for Cassie who, Queen. Who has more immunity idols than Tony. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so like, more immunities. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Yeah. The the fact that three brain tribe people made it to the final six, mm-hmm. two of them to the final four and one of them to the final three. Yeah. Like in any other season, one of those people making it to the final. Mm-hmm. Like those three players are just so good to watch. Yeah. yeah. And it's so low key because they're like hidden behind Tony mm-hmm. as this other player. Like any one of them you could bring back for another season. Mm-hmm. I would be so excited to watch. Good news, yeah. all three of them come back. So. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. Good. <laughs> yep. Spencer needs his shot. <laughs> yeah. Rest in power, cast. Great season. Um, let's do a quick update on our scores before we head into final tribal. Um, guess what, guys? We've got a two-way tie for second place now. Whoa. It is a dead heat. <laughs> I wonder who it is. Between Emily and Scott's <laughs> tribes. Uh, Scott, you got a half a point because Tony survived. Emily got nothing from Cass, so yes. you're both at 40 and a half. Um, and Adam, your lead has swelled to um, 28, <laughs> 28 points. So it's looking good for you. <laughs> this is, I think it's a mathematically impossible to lose. Yeah, I don't think it's possible for you to lose. The problem, the problem with this, guys, is I have so much pre. I, I have the previous seasons Survivor winner, fantasy winner. I'm gonna have this season Survivor winner trophy. If I keep this up, I'm gonna run out of space for all this winning I'm doing. <laughs> did you have? Um, so start finding space for that. Did you have Sandra on your tweet on your team? I think I. Did. I can look. Yeah, I, yeah, because I won in the. I won in the final. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. That's la- right. Last last uh, season of mm. our podcast, it came down to the final. Yeah. I had to get at least like over half of the votes, and yeah. I, w- I got like most or something like that. Yeah. Last season, going into the final tribal, Emily was up four points. Right. On Adam. Stole it from me. <laughs> and then Adam got six of the seven final tribal votes. Yeah. Twelve big points and pulled it out. I got a super majority of final tribal votes. That's so. right. Yeah. Um, so if Wu wins, I'll have the winner two seasons in a row. Correct. Okay, and, well... And, and early in the season, I believe Emily chose Cass, and I chose Spencer yeah. as our winners. So we're we're clearly not good at this. We just got real lucky. <laughs> I honestly... You picked the final four. They yeah, were far, yeah. Really good. Good. yeah. I picked Cass at the beginning. I was like, yeah, she could totally win. And then about in the middle of the season, I was like, oh, that was a dumb move. <laughs> but she really lasted a long time. She did great. She did so, great. Good work, Cass. All right, well, let's get into this final tribal council. Okay, we just watched the jury phase of Final Tribal, which started admittedly fairly slow, but then got into a, a huge peak at the end between Trish's impassioned um, grilling of Tony and then Spencer's big uh, statement towards the whole jury. It was a, honestly, in my opinion, not a great Final Tribal performance from either Tony or Wu. I feel like both of them were given some real, like, softball chances to say, like, hey, I'm telling you what I want you to tell me. Just say it, and I'll vote for you. And they didn't do it. Um, so coming into this vote, let's uh, let's just give our quick um, our guesses of how things are going to go, and then we'll watch how it um, turns out, and then we'll go back and recap Final Tribal and the vote and our thoughts of the season at large. Um, Emily. Yeah, um, when the jury first started asking questions, I really thought they were all on Wu's side because everyone was so bitter with Tony. But by the end of it, when things got more 
impassioned. And mm-hmm. when um, Spencer gave the, his appeal to the jury, I think I think Tony has a shot of winning. Close vote, or is it going to be a runaway? I think it could be a close vote, because I think there are still people who are really mad at Tony. Mm-hmm. Even if they could like objectively think he's a better player, I think they're still too personally bitter. Adam? I think it'll be a close vote, but I think Wu is going to pull it out. I think Trish's last stand was the most powerful. Like Spencer, awesome. Spencer definitely had a good uh, uh, rant at the jury, yep. but and a completely valid one. But I think Trish's was way more powerful. Yeah. All right, well, let's see the vote. Hooey! That's wow. it, folks! Wow, 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 wow. That's it! By a vote of eight votes to one, Tony Vlacos, the winner of Survivor Kageyan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who saw that coming? Oh, Emily did. Emily did. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I just think back to you from the very beginning of the seasons when we talked about Tony on the podcast from y'all who have never seen him played before, talking about how this is a wild dude. He plays so erratically, there's, like, no chance that he's going to come through. Um, And he is often described as a unicorn in Survivor in that it takes a perfect storm for a player like him that is so chaotic, so over-the-top, so overtly strategic to actually win. And this was the perfect storm for him. Uh, One of the best seasons of all time in, in no short part because of Tony's play and the level of entertainment he brings and deserving winner by my estimation, uh, made for a great season. Scott, um, you got the winner by the luck of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks random number generator. <laughs> RN Jesus. Um, just thinking through the entirety of Tony's game, let us each share our favorite memory of this season from Team TV himself. Um, Team TV. That's his Twitter handle. (laughs) Works in two ways, because it's Tony Blockos and also he is fun TV. (laughs) Um, Scott, do you have a favorite Tony Blockos moment from this season? Well, there are so many. Um, (laughs) The low-hanging fruit is the llama. It is. It's a good one. I'm going to go ahead and take that. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes it's given the winner here. Um, yeah, I can't. I still have it saved to my phone. Mm-hmm. I still watch it entirely too much. Hilarious moment. The llama talk. The llama talk, excuse me. The llama talk. My impersonation of it was terrible, but it makes me laugh every time. Yeah. So that is my pick. Love the llama. Emily? I don't know if you have sound effects today, but the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's real early on. When he found his idol, yeah. He's in the water, he's just like... (laughs) 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 Yeah, good stuff. (laughs) Things Adam and I still say. (laughs) I definitely still say that, yeah, to each other. I love how our survivor memes have crept into our (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I say, cool! Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I at work <laughs> the other day, sometime this week, um, I did the like, yeah, something to consider. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Check out. Adam, favorite Tony moment. 
Oh, I I just love his hidey holes. Yes. Like, yeah. The spy shack. The spy shack is my favorite thing. I was hoping like, you'd say, I'm not a cop. Hey, I'm not a cop. That's a really good you one. Say that all the time. I do say that all the time now. Hey, you want to know something? I'm not a cop. Yeah. Hey, you want to know a secret? I am a cop. Yeah. <laughs> you get all on my face. It's good stuff. Yeah. That is a good one. It's tough to beat the llama stuff, man. Yeah. Like, shout out. Really, though. Shout out to um, his spontaneous, unasked for narration at, at challenges. Yeah. <laughs> and at tribal councils, love that. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, this is definitely not fun. Nobody <laughs> wants to be out here right now. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even at, at <clears throat> the final four tribal, when like Jeff's about to read the votes and Tony's like, uh, Jeff, <laughs> I have to say <laughs> about his idol. It's like he just takes up the role of like, narrator. I would like to read what it says on the back of this idol. <laughs> like, no, Tony, stay in your lane. Um, I think as far as his gameplay goes, we talked a lot about how he is always swinging for the fences, um, and how sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. What I think his two things that made his win possible were his ability to find idols, huge, mm. kept him in the game, even if he didn't really play them correctly, the threat of him having idols makes yeah. it so much harder to be voted out, even if you don't play it, now it's so much harder to, to send votes your way because of the threat of it bouncing back on you, and I think the way that he was able to wrangle people together, and you saw it with, um, with Wu in this last episode, uh, pitch things to people in such a way that they are convinced that it is the best thing for them. Um, whether it is or not, you know, I think kept people on board with him for a lot longer than maybe it was smart for them to be. So, um, underrated social game, even though he did piss a lot of people off. Um, it also kind of says something that he had that many people that were close enough to him to be pissed off by him. Right. Um, because he was tight with them. So, Tony yeah. wins. Eight votes to one. The one vote is from Tasha that is sent towards Wu. Um, let's talk about Final Tribal, because we didn't get to talk about that very much. Um, some of the high points, I would say, are Jeremiah's moment in <laughs> the spotlight. Oh, man. And Trish and Spencer's were some of the, the best moments. Um, anybody care to share some of the parts that really stuck with you from Final Tribal? Any of the particular I mean, jurors' talks. I think Jeffra had a really good moment. Mm -hmm. we, we've kind of dogged on her throughout the entire season. Because, I mean, she's made some dumb moves. Like, going up to Jeremiah and saying, I'm not, hey, I'm not going to... I'm not going to team up with you. Like, it was such a stupid move, but she walked in front of them and was just like, I need you to admit to who you are and how yeah. you played this game. And didn't let him kind of roll over her the way he had been playing the game the whole time. Yeah. I think that was what was interesting about this is Tony the entire game has had to fast talk his way through everything yeah. and this one everyone asked him very simple and straightforward questions and when he tried to fast talk he's like no 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 yeah. this is a simple question I need you to answer it mm -hmm. in those terms and he had a really hard time with that yeah yeah, yeah he did yeah which is which is why this final was so bad for mm -hmm. the actual contestants in it yeah but made for great a for great the jury. jury yeah great for the jury yeah I wonder, looking back on this too, how much 
and the way it's presented to us, right, is that it's shaky for Tony, and then Spencer at the end gives this big talk um, where he's basically saying, like, listen, Tony may have upset a lot of us, may have broken what we would consider to be, like, moral boundaries, but he played the best game, and he should win because of that. Um, and you, you're kind of led to believe that that is, like, carries a lot of weight based on the way the votes go. I wonder how much of this was that that was, like, a real factor, and how much was a sort of thing where, you know, the jury intended to vote for Tony, but they also just wanted to have their, like, cathartic moment right. with him yeah. to tell him off and then still vote for him. Right. You That's why I, mean? I feel like, especially with Jeff, with Jeffra, when she was saying, you know, just own up to the game that you played. Yeah. At that point, the game is over, and he needed to say, like, yes, I backstabbed some people, mm -hmm. but that's how this game works, instead of kind of dancing around it. Like, we were past that point, and he just needed to own it just so that people could vent yeah. and then be able to say, like, yeah, you played this game well. Yeah. It's like the rat versus snake argument. Yes, yeah, snakes and rats, Sue Hawk. Yeah. Survivor totally. Cool. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> We've talked about snakes and rats before. Uh, Cemented Survivor is a, is like a great show. Long story short, she just comes up and talks about how there's snakes and rats in the game. You two were snakes and rats. You both suck, but the snake eats the rat. It's good analogy. It's great. Yeah, analogy. I mean it works here, I guess. Yep. Isn't isn't season one one of the questions about a hyena coming into camp and eating the food and licking his ass? What? Uh, or is that Africa? I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> I remember being very young and this question this question coming forward. I mean it's more likely that it's in Africa because it's a hyena. Yeah. yeah. Than Borneo. Than Borneo. Hyenas in Borneo. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. I know nothing about the wildlife Couldn't situation tell in Borneo. Um, I was very young and impressionable. It's, yeah. like, it's like the one thing that yeah. stuck in the Survivor of <laughs> <over> the years. <laughs> Got to talk about Trish's thing, too. This was a big, powerful moment. I had, like, borderline chills during this because it was so, like, powerfully presented. You know, Trish is talking and makes an incredibly great point that, like, Tony, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. I ran damage control the whole game. Mm -hmm. You were making people mad, and I was putting out your fires. And then you... And we were close. We were friends. We had legitimate human connection. And you backstabbed me and, like, swore on your father's grave. And then she asks in this awesome pointed way. is like, was it worth it to win a million dollars to betray your father like that? And Tony tries to fast talk out of it, yeah. like you said. And she's like, no, answer the question. He just goes... Yes. It's just like, oh, good stuff right there. Wow, what a good picture of us. <laughs> yeah, well. A photo from Adam's wedding just popped up on the screen. It's going to yeah. scroll through a couple you wedding pictures. Some pictures of so me. there's something in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cute wedding pictures. And then he found some pictures of me in middle school. And put <laughs> there's one blunder your picture of Emily. For context. Um, Audience, we are at Adam and Emily's house. Yes. The TV has gotten bored. It's doing a, a slideshow of pictures, and I'm about to be embarrassed because that's not my eighth grade pictures. Anyway. That's a great photo. <laughs> Such a great day. <laughs> um, anything else from Trisha's thing in particular that we want to touch on? I, I found that I, to be the highlight of that. 
I just thought it was really cool because I remember, I don't remember what episode it was, but we made a point of saying, you know, if Trish gets to the end of this game, her argument is that she played the game very strategically because she was kind of controlling it for Tony. And she totally recognized that and called him out on it, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I I think just given what we've seen, Trish would have been amazing in front of the jury in Mm -hmm. the final. Like, we, we definitely had that conversation of like, do we think Trish can convey her, uh, do we, do we think Trish can convey her contribution to this game? Yeah. Well, and we kind of were like, I don't think she can. I don't think she realizes what she yeah. did. And she clearly knew so much more than we gave her credit for, yeah. which like makes her such a better player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't get a lot of it during the actual run of the season. Right. But she she did convey it very well it's, there at Final Tribal. It's definitely like, it makes you question like editing. Like obviously you need to edit down hours and hours and hours of footage to a cohesive story. Yeah. You kind of wonder how could you have edited Trish mm-hmm. to look more like she was in control than, you know, yeah. she was. Which would have made like the backstab more devastating mm-hmm. even. But you can't know that that's going to happen like, you know, that far in advance. So like. Yeah, it definitely makes the whole like storytelling aspect of Survivor really fascinating. It's so complex to think about is like balancing giving at every individual episode the person who's voted out like a compelling episode to be voted out on. <laughs> We're all just we all keep looking at the TV waiting for it. Every time it's not the picture. <laughs> oh, Brian. To balance giving a compelling boot episode to the person who's getting voted out, to tell the major overall story of the winner in the season, and then, like, to get everything else in, too. Like, it's got to be so hard. Into 42 minutes of television right. each week. Well, how... I, I know they record a lot, like, some seasons in advance. Like, are there any that are recorded, like, I mean... They're only halfway through the season and they're actually putting out episodes no, or no, okay. No. They're all like they know the whole like story. Yeah. Overarching plot. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely that is definitely a very interesting part of Survivor. Mm-hmm. Is the way that they shape people and your perspective of them. Yeah. 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 I uh, we've got to talk about Jeremiah's jury moment too, because it was yes. just so what did Jeremiah. He ask? What were his questions for Okay, so he goes, Tony, where I come from. Um, you swore on your wife and daughter a lot. Where I come from, that's a big no-no. You're a big bleep if you do that. I've got to know, do you really have a wife and daughter? Mm -hmm. Tony's like, yup. Sure do. (laughs) And he was like, wow. Wild stuff. Anyway. It didn't affect his vote. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So bad. Is that cardigan from American Eagle? Heck yes, it is. <laughs> All of that sponsored by Aeropostale. Yes. Aeropostale. Aeropostale. There's another one. Didn't you take another one? No. Oh, uh, thank God. I, I have another picture. It didn't make it out. Right, now point. I can breathe. <laughs> <laughs> You've been through it. But anyway. So yeah, he's like, yeah, it would be, it would be a while, uh, a crazy thing for you to do to say that y- you don't, you do have a wife and kid, but really you don't. Yeah. So do you have a wife and kid? He's like, yeah. He's like, wow, that's disappointing. <laughs> uh, woo. 
did you actually want to win this game? Yeah. And he was like, uh, yeah. yeah. He's like, all right, that's all. <laughs> He's the biggest I wonder, God. well, and the thing that, like, <laughs> he didn't vote, he, he voted for Tony. Yeah. So, like, is that Spencer influencing his decision? Or is Jeremiah just... Was he just like venting? Or know, like, man. what was it? Like, it made no sense. I don't think there's any fruit to be gained to try and figure out how Jeremiah thinks. I think that's a lost. I think some of those things that probably sound sounded way better in his head than uh-huh. when it actually came out. Uh-huh. He's just—he's so much better looking without his facial hair too. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm a model. Yeah, <laughs> he's a model. Sweet man. <laughs> he doesn't need to be smart. All right, so um, that's about it on Survivor Kageon. Anything from this season? Any? Uh, we didn't really talk about Wu's game in Memoriam. Um, Wu finishes second place. Um, anything from his game that we really need to reflect on? Um, I would say, I was thinking about this, the thing that he brought up two times in this last episode between recording periods for us mm-hmm. was... His taekwondo... Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Principles, basically. Yes. Which were all focused on integrity, loyalty. And so I was like, oh, that makes sense. I feel... Because I was like, he's just so loyal. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tell that's very genuine in him. And that makes sense why he is that way. But then when Spencer was saying, you know, you're acting like a dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just following Tony around. You're doing what he wants. um, And you haven't played this game at all. And so... I guess I, I feel that tension for Wu, yeah. but it's kind of a, a thing where it's like, but why, like, you are a very genuinely loyal person, but why did you have to put your loyalty in Tony? Mm-hmm. And why did that have to affect your mm-hmm. entire game? And that's that's really kind of interesting. That was such an interesting thing because it, it wasn't until he brought Tony into the final that we really see what he did is problematic. Like, yeah. you need to get to the end somehow some way yep and attaching your horse or attaching your cart to a horse that is gonna get you there that's a completely valid way of getting there that's totally fine i don't think there's anything wrong with that especially if you own that game of like you know what tony was making moves i saw no reason to piss anybody off Mm -hmm. i went along with it i think that's a completely valid thing to say as long as you're aware of it but then he was when he was in the driver's seat he took the per he took that horse to the final yeah. instead of saying I've been dragging a donkey the whole time. Yeah, like so it's many metaphors at once. So many metaphors. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's no like moral high ground in survival. Right. Like, yeah. It is what it is. Like we're all gonna lie to each other. I don't know why they act angry when it happens to them. Yeah. So yeah, the biggest thing for me, biggest sin for me with Wu is you not not taking your shot when you have it. Yeah. That's, That's the thing. The thing that will stick out. He and, he had his moment to make a big move. And I honestly do believe that was a million dollar mistake. I think yeah. he would have won. Yeah. yeah. And you can play a loyal game and a good game, you know, the, but you're right. Like when the moment is there, you've got to take it. And I do believe we're not going to watch the reunion show, but I believe if I remember correctly, Jeff does do the thing where he's like, all right, so... Jury, if Wu and Cass are in the end, who votes for Wu? And like all of them raise their hand. So, yeah. Gutting moment uh, if you're Wu. Thanks for him. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't have happened to like a nicer guy. He is but, just genuinely just yeah. a. Right. Seems like a very, very, very nice, cool guy. Cool hang. He just seemed like he would have been so much fun to play the game with, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Spencer got so upset with him for like stealing the clue and all that stuff, but like. 
outside of the game, like outside of thinking like I'm going home unless I have this. Yeah. Like that was such a fun gameplay moment, yeah. you know. Great episode. Okay, well, you know what time it is, everyone. It's time for our final fantasy survivor score check. Um, big points go to final tribal council votes. Voits. 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 You get two points for every vote received at final tribal. And so that means Tony receiving eight votes got a total of 16 points for Scott squad. So let's run down the final tallies in third place with 40 and a half points is Dara's second win tribe. It was a good run for Dara's second wind, um, highlighted by Cass yes. and Trish, but yes. fell short nonetheless. Um, in second place, with a final score of 56 and a half points, is RN Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Second place. <laughs> we didn't get last. Didn't get last. <laughs> Pulled a big 16 from Tony there, and uh, Scott, you've got to be proud of your squad. After um, the ninth episode, you had only Tony left on your team for the rest of the series. We just so happened to have the Golden Goose on our team. (laughs) Yeah, the Golden Goose. Thanks, Random Number Generator. (laughs) And then walking away with the championship for the second consecutive season... Back to back, just like the Golden State Warriors, but not this year because the Raptors won. Uh, with 70 and a half <laughs> points is the Earlobe Tribe. What a lame Woo-hoo. name. It is a lame name. Whoa. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I like the name. It's a good name. Thank you. Oh, it's a good name. <laughs> it's the best name. It's the only reason we won. It was a 14 point margin, the largest in Outwatch history. <laughs> Out of the two marches we've had. Uh-huh. <laughs> you are a Hall of Fame fantasy survivor. <laughs> um, Adam, do you have any words about how you pulled out this victory, even despite the huge total of points from uh, Tony in the final round? You know, I got lucky that my picks made it far into the game. That's pretty much the entirety of why I won. Had a couple of good uh, back-to-back episodes where Spencer... Name the episode one, all the rewards, mm-hmm. got a couple idols, and that really propelled me into victory. And, you know, getting someone in the final is always nice, but uh, it's really just getting people far into the game. That's the only reason. You had three of the final six between Spencer, Wu, and Tasha, which is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Tasha won a ton of immunity. Yes, Tasha. Mm-hmm. I thought Tasha was on your team. <laughs> I wish you were on my team. Might be a different story. Uh, Spencer got some immunities, got some idols, and Wu made it all the way to the final two, which is uh, a good way to earn some points, too. Uh, Adam will be receiving a plush llama, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I meant to bring but have left in my apartment. So it will come to you at some point. So all future episodes of Outwatch, I'll be wearing a tie-dye tank top and holding a plush llama for good luck. Naturally. This is actually the only episode of the season where I'm not wearing the yeah. tank top, isn't it? Yep. Did you really wear it every you time you recorded? Every, every time. time. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and with that, that'll do it for season two of Outwatch. Guys, can you believe we've gone through two wow, whole seasons? Two this? seasons. Wow. So much fun. Um, so keep... much more invested in Survivor than I've ever been. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I never thought this would come back around in my life. <laughs> Here I am. Here we are. Let's start. What did we start season three? Uh, this we'll, week, next week. Let's yeah, go. Next week. We'll get right at it. Yeah. Uh, you can expect a little break from us if you're a subscriber. Uh, thank you for listening, by the way. We wouldn't do this without you. If you're even out there, um, it's <laughs> TBD if there is anyone listening. If you are, wow, we're so thankful for you. Um, this is just a lot of fun for us. I know that I personally love rewatching these old seasons, and it would be so much less fun if I didn't have anyone to talk through it with. And it's so much fun to get perspectives of my friends, especially first-time Survivor viewers. Um, it brings me back to my first time and seeing <laughs> your reactions when Wu takes... Tony to the end, yeah. seeing the reaction when Tony talks Lama, <laughs> it's, it's worth it, man. <laughs> so much fun. Um, our next Survivor season that we've got on the docket is Survivor Season 6, The Amazon. Um, this is ranked, according to Rob Has a Podcast, the seventh best season all time. This is another early season that features all first-time players um while i'll say going into it strategically maybe not the strongest some of the best characters i think that survivor has ever had it's a really fun entertaining season and has a lot of moments that even if you don't watch survivor you'll remember people talking about similarly to mm. like in pearl islands um so that's our next Survivor series on the docket. Um, we may have a little mini-series in store for you before then. Um, just follow the feed and you'll see what's going on there soon. Any closing remarks from the three of you before we wrap up Survivor Kageon? Takes on the season as a whole. This is going to be a tough season to beat. Like, I, I know it's ranked fourth on, according to Rob, as a podcast, mm -hmm. but like, Man, this is a tough season to beat. This mm -hmm. is so much fun. It, yeah, it's either one or two for me personally. Mm -hmm. I, I love it a lot too. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it the first time. This yeah. is one of the few seasons I've actually watched start to end, so it was definitely tricky trying to stay spoiler yes. free. Uh -huh. You did a good uh, job, Scott. I it was tough. Best. Um, but yeah, it was fun to kind of talk through it and get to watch it again. So mm -hmm. It was good. Yeah, I was very invested in this final episode, which I wasn't super expecting. Mm. So, yeah, I'm really into it. Awesome. I think it's helpful to, like, talk about the gameplay and everything mm -hmm. as we go through it. So, yeah, I'm excited. Totes my goats. And the Amazon sounds like a fun location for Survivor. Mm -hmm. Those Amazonian women. <laughs> That's a thing, right? Rare, rare hugs. I mean, we'll record our season finale on site. Yes, yeah, right in the Amazon. Say, we're uh, we're going to need some... Bug nets, so uh, yep. get to get yes. our Patreon, and you can. Uh, what if we did that? What if we we set up like Patreon, a registry, <laughs> and it was like everything, and it was like for thirty dollars, we'll buy ourselves some bug nets. Like, <laughs> it's like a wedding registry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for listening. This has been a an extreme joy. What a great season. What a great show. Thanks again to my co-hosts for joining me. Thanks to our special guests for being here. Thanks to Mark Burnett, Jeff Probst, and Tony Vlacos for um, <laughs> all that you do. And you're next time... <laughs> yeah, you're all listening. 
next time on Outwatch uh, TBD. <laughs> we'll see you next time.